0: And do it all kinds of ways. Now, the, th- the thing with this walking by faith, you got to make sure that you know how to walk on water. That's what I asked the church that uh preached this at. I said, you ready to go walk on some water? And they all looked at me kind of funny. But anyway, uh, God hadn't asked me to walk on water either. So we're not going to do that. But we're all going to walk by faith. And we're looking at uh, Mark chapter 6. And this kind of a view where we are. Started with verse 45. Says, uh, immediately, uh, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side, to Bethsaida, while he sent the multitude away. So, disciples, go, go and get in the boat. You're going to the other side. And when he had sent them away, he departed to the mountain to pray. When evening came, the boat was in the middle of the sea, and he was alone on the land. And he saw them straining at rowing, for the wind was against them. And now about the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea, and would have passed them by. Now, we've got to realize that God wants us to walk by faith, wants us to recognize who Jesus is, when we do that, then we have to receive Him. We have to receive the knowledge of Him and to respond to Him. Or else, as the Scripture said, uh, he, he, he may walk in by. You know, Jesus, I uh, He just went on by. I didn't receive Him. I didn't receive what He wanted me to do. So we at verse uh, 49 and 50 today. And let's look at that. And when they saw him walking on the sea, they supposed it was a ghost and cried out. For they all said to him, and were all saw him and were troubled. In other words, they were end up in fear, anxiety, and what in the world is happening? We've never seen anything like this before. But immediately he talked with them and said to them, "Be of good cheer! It is I. Do not be afraid." Today, I want to talk to you about be of good cheer. Uh, they they just could not believe that Jesus was walking on the very thing that they were was trying to destroy them. Yeah, the waves were just coming up, beating up against the boat and everything. But Jesus, here comes Jesus walking on the very thing that was trying to destroy their lives. He couldn't. They couldn't quite comprehend that. They were overwhelmed. And because of being overwhelmed and getting caught up into fear and anxiety, it would cause them to miss Jesus. See, we can't get caught up into the storm and think that Jesus is going to do it automatically. No, we've got to get our mind set on Jesus, and we got to realize that with Jesus walking on this water. <laughs> He created it. There's nothing too impossible with him. I mean, over in Luke, Luke chapter 1, in Luke chapter 1, verse 37, it says, With God, nothing will be impossible. Nothing will be impossible. Talking about the birth of Jesus, nothing will be impossible. Though, what's. What can you think Jesus can do in the midst of the storm? He can walk on it. He can come to you. And we've got to realize that in the midst of the storm that we might be in, that He is able to do anything, anything that's needed to get us to the other side. That's what He told His disciples. You're going to the other side. Now, just because you're walking in God's will does not mean everything's going to be nice and easy. As a matter of fact, many times the devil will try to throw up a storm in your life to deter you from getting to the other side where God wants you to be. So you've got to watch out. You've got to be mindful of what could take place. Now, over in Mark chapter 9, we're going to look at a story here of this father who wanted his son to be healed. And we're not going to read it all. It starts on, on verse 14. And this man came to his disciples. And the disciples, well, they couldn't do anything. And they they couldn't cast it out. And this man came and, and said to, to Jesus that, uh, Listen, uh, I, I want uh, my son to be healed. He just seemed to be uh, convulsing all the time. He fell on the ground and, and all this. Now... Jesus answered the man and said this in verse 23. Jesus said to him, If you can believe, all things are possible to him believe. Now we know that God can do anything. But what he's telling us is that we have to believe that he can do anything. We have to grab hold of what he said to be true. We have to be fully convinced that And we have to really submit to what he says that we believe that he can bring it to pass. So disciples, Jesus said, "Uh, listen, I want you to go to the other side. You'll get in the boat and you're going to the other side. So in the midst of the storm, they had to realize that what Jesus said, I'm going to believe what he said, therefore I know that I'm going to get to the other side. But they didn't, get, they didn't think about that, did they? You no, know, they got caught up into it. Now, here's what it says in verse 24 of Mark 9. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Oh, there it is right there. I believe. But there might be a little doubt in my mind here. I need some help. I need some clarification. I need to know that I know that I know. Isn't that the way it is sometimes? God, I I believe you can do anything. But. (laughs) There's no but with Jesus. (laughs) No. He said it. it, That's it. Final. You see, we get caught up into what exactly this Father is doing. I need help with what's going on inside of me. Something tells me I'm not quite sure yet. But I believe you, but uh, please help me to get through this doubt process I'm going through. So, Jesus came walking on the water to his disciples. What was the water doing? Trying to throw them, trying to drown them, trying to do everything against them. So, we've got to realize that when we're caught up in a problem in our life, Jesus is going to come walking on top of it. Uh huh. So, so where does He want us to be? Not under the problem, but on top of the problem. You see, He wants us to be above and not beneath. It says in Deuteronomy, above and not beneath, in Deuteronomy chapter 28. He doesn't want us to be underneath it, He wants to be on top of it. Yes, there will be a storm, but where's our location? Are we getting the storm to just crush us? Well, see, He wants us to realize that storms, we're going to face them, and it's all kinds of tribulations that's going to come into our life. Now, you may be tempted to walk in fear and not in faith. That's what the disciples were doing. I mean, they've been following Jesus. They've seen things happen. Prior to them going to the other side, they saw 5,000 men plus women and children fed with two fishes and loaves. I mean who can do that? A miracle took place. And so they were already seeing Jesus do mighty things. And we've seen that happen in our lives too, and we're gonna talk about that later. Uh you may be tempted to walk in fear and not in faith. Now we gotta realize that we're not uh we're not just unique, uh well, uh, nobody else has gone through this. Huh, yeah, right. Uh, in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, it says, No temptation has overtaken you except such as common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. So, no matter what you are tempted with in walking in fear, people it, it happens to all people. It happens to some people. And we've got to realize that. You're not the only one going through this. You've got to realize that God, Jesus understands. That's what it says over in, in uh, Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. He's been through it. He's been through all the stuff that we're going to face. You remember when Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane and praying? He was tempted to... (laughs) Father... You got, oh, please, you got to have another way for me to do this thing. And, you know, to go to the cross, there's got to be another way. So he was tempted not to go to the cross, but he came to the point of, not my will, Father, but yours be done. See, Jesus felt it, that, felt that what he's going to have to suffer, and he was tempted not. Father, uh, you are almighty. You can find another way, can't you? Uh, no. This is the way I want you to go, son. Well, Jesus is saying to us, saying to his disciples, listen, you're going to go through some things. You're going to go through some things. Let's let's turn over to John chapter uh, 16 and verse 33. These things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. He said, now you listen, you're going to have tribulation. Uh, what is he saying about tribulation? It's a situation so difficult that it causes one to feel stressed out squeezed, pressured, and crushed. Mm. Been there, done that, don't want to go do it again. It it hurts. It's something that you feel like, I can't handle it. It's unbearable. I can't deal with this. That's what the disciples were saying. In their cells, I really, really can't deal with this, but the problem was they were in the natural and not in the supernatural. So, We've got to get from what we feel and see in the natural to what we know that He can do in the supernatural. Wow. Because He said, listen, you're going to face some things in this world today. The problem is, you see, the world's not totally saved. (laughs) The world's got all kinds of mess going on today and every day. And, And according to what prophecy said, it's going to get worse. Whoa, couldn't get any worse. Yes, it will. But you got to realize that we're going to walk through it. Because yeah, guess what? We are going to the other side. Yes, we are. We're going to the other side. Yeah, Jesus, Jesus found out in the garden, okay, not your, my will, Father, but yours be done. Because she finally realized, see, I'm going to the other side. He went to the cross, but he went to the other side. He was resurrected from the dead, seated in heavenly places in Christ. That's where we are right now. Hallelujah. And we're going to go to the other side. We're going to get there in heaven with him. So in the meantime, on this earth, we're going through tribulations and trials and pressures and problems and storms of life and everything. Whoa. But we've got to get out of the natural and into the supernatural. Jesus said, Aaron, and also, as he told his disciples, he said here in verse 33 of John 16, he said, Be of good cheer. <laughs> be of good cheer. Uh, what, is, what does that mean? Uh, be courageous. Come on now. you got to get tough. you got to stick in there. You can't fall out now. I want you to Take heart of what I can do for you. I've got, you've got to make sure that no matter what you're going through, I know what you're going through. You're going through a difficult situation, but I'm going to get you through it. Be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. Why? Well, in verse 33 again of John 6, I've overcome. <laughs> He's already overcome everything that you're going to face. Everything upon the face of the earth is already overcome by Jesus. Hallelujah. So, what's my position? Well, it's the same as the disciples. They didn't realize this, but they, Jesus could overcome the storm by walking on it. In other words, the storm was under these here, I can't bring my feet up, but it's not underneath his feet. And guess where the devil is? should be underneath our feet walking on Him no matter what He's trying to do He's a defeated foe and He should be under our feet walking on Him not Him on us Hallelujah Glory be to God So we, are, we overcome What does overcome mean? Victory Well, I might have it one time No, that's not what it's saying It's saying Victory it's continuous. It's not a one-time thing. It just happens. It's something that's continuous. I always tell people, particularly at the church that I'm serving, we're never in defeat. We're always in victory. How do I know that? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. 1 uh, Corinthians chapter 15, verse Verse uh, 57. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Ha! Huh. He gives me the victory. In Jesus, I have the victory. Just one time? No. Always. That's what it says over in 2 Corinthians. Well, oh, I tell you, the Word always answers your questions for you. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Now, thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. (sighs) Always in in victory. Always walking in victory. Never in defeat. Yeah, the storm's going to hit. Yeah, the situation's going to look bleak. Yeah, it's just going to happen. But you're in victory. So claim that victory. Walk in that victory. Proclaim that victory. Just get it out. Yeah, I, over and over again, I keep going back to the verse, of, of Proverbs 18:21, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And guess what? You'll eat the fruit of it. Uh-oh. So if I talk about the storm and talk about what it's doing in my life, guess what I'm going to eat? Some sour fruit. But I must really eat ripe fruit. Therefore, I'm going to speak what God is doing, what He can do in my life, what He has already done. That's the good fruit I can eat of. See, what I say is going to happen. (laughs) Oh, Watch out now. That's what we determine. We think God's in control. Yes, He is. But I determine if I'm following God or am I not following God. I have a choice. So, watch out what you say. Are you in victory? Yes. Hallelujah. How many always? Yes. Never in defeat. Go and complain. Get up in the morning and say, Praise Lord, I'm walking in victory today. No matter what's happening, you're going to do that. So, you got to know, in the midst of the storm, you already have the victory. Well, now what else do I need to do? Well, here's what I suggest. Uh, Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4. Oh, I got that. We're going over there to chapter 4. Start with verse 4. Here's what we can do. All right? Rejoice in the Lord when it feels good. No, (laughs) rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. That's what Jesus said. Be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. Come on now. Start praising me. Start worshiping. Start rejoicing. When the storm hits, start rejoicing. Glory be to God. That's what you need to do. Know that you got the victory. Therefore, you can rejoice. I can rejoice always because I'm walking in the victory. This storm cannot hurt me. Hallelujah. Well, what else? Down in uh, verse 6 Be anxious for nothing. What am I worried about? <laughs> Jesus has already given me the victory, and I'm not going to be anxious at all. I know that by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, I am set free. I am set free because He took every affliction and every sickness and disease on the cross, He took all my sin. I, he's taking it all. Why do I need to take it? <laughs> I don't need to take it. No, I don't want it. <laughs> I can't handle it. Cast give it give it. don't be anxious about it. Jesus is already taking care of it. Mm, oh, hallelujah. Don't be anxious. Be anxious for nothing. Then then uh, what else did it says? Uh And everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Oh, I can do the prayer part. You know, God, I need help. Oh, God, come on now. I need your help today, please. I can't can't, can't, get through. No, he didn't say that. He said with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. So what I do? Oh, Lord, it is hitting hard today. When I thank you by the mercies that you have on my life and the grace that I walk in today, that I'm an overcomer, that I have the victory. I thank you, Father, for what your Son, Jesus Christ, has done for me on the cross. And I thank you, Jesus, that you have attained everything, that I'm walking on top of this. I am on the top and not beneath. Hallelujah. I give you thanks for the position that you have put me. I am seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That's prayer with thanksgiving. I didn't beg him. I just acknowledge what he had, had already done. I just come to him and thank him. Thank him. Oh, by the way, God, you know the problem. Um, I just ask you to help him get me out of it. <laughs> and uh, sometimes it takes time. Sometimes it takes time. It may not happen in a miracle, but it will happen. Hallelujah. All right, what else? Let's see if I... Do, uh, rejoice in the Lord always, and be anxious for nothing, and in prayer with supplication. Then what? The peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. See, that's the problem up there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Peace, peace. You know what I do sometimes? Here's what: l- lay hands on yourself. <laughs> I'm literally. I'm saying. I just feel you know your nerves start getting anxious and and that's so what I do sometimes. I just shalom, shalom, A shalom, peace unto me. In the name of Jesus, speak shalom, God's peace which passes all understanding. And guess what? You can lie down in bed and rest. Yeah, hallelujah. The peace of God which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds. Well, glory be to God. That's that's good. Hallelujah. I get up the next day. Hey, the problem is still here. What's going on? Oh, well, what am I supposed to do next? Oh, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. You see, the disciples were meditating on the storm. They were meditating on Jesus as He was coming about ready to pass them by. You've got to meditate on Jesus. Meditate on Jesus. Meditate on the good things of God. Think about those things. Don't think about the problem. Yes, it's there, but praise the Lord. We're, I'm going to the other side. Hallelujah. Think on the things of God. So let me remind you, first of all, you have the victory. In that victory now, rejoice. Don't be anxious. Pray with thanksgiving unto your heavenly Father. The peace that passes all understanding will come and guard your heart and mind and meditate on the things of God. If you can't do anything, just meditate on Jesus. I said this over and over again to many people. If you can't do anything, just say Jesus. 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 And guess what? The devil doesn't like to hear that. He knows where that name has put him. <laughs> it defeated him. So, got there a storm? Jesus said, be of good cheer. <laughs> be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. Next time we gather together, we look at the part of don't be afraid. But today, i like to emphasize be of good cheer. So let me pray for you and we're going to be of good cheer. Father, in the name of Jesus, no matter what we're facing, no matter what we're going through, I believe for the power of the Holy Spirit to come upon each one of us, and we're going to rejoice in the Lord always. We're going to be of good cheer and not allow any storm to destruct us or tear us down or crush us whatsoever. We've got the victory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So amazes me To every generation He gives the joy of His salvation Oh, God's mercy So amazes me As I watch the world around me I can see His mighty hand Delivering His people From the evil in this land The wounded and the brokenhearted Lift their voice in praise As they feel the touch Of His amazing grace Oh, God's mercy